The free beer and hot wings show free clip of the day. Okay, the following story. Admittedly, I was scolded by our son Gage while he was laughing at it, and he said we shouldn't be laughing at his pain. To which I replied, you are laughing at his pain because it's funny. See if you agree. This is a doomsday prepper uh, from the show Doomsday Preppers, which, uh, you know, obviously still a thing on National Geographic. If you're a prepper, more power to you. You will be ruling the world when I will be cowering and being some sort of slave or dead person. So that's fine. You will have the best life <laughs> in the mine shaft for five years. <laughs> this is this is an established truth um, that all of the talk that I have now will be wasted. But this is funny. Steve's rifle has a 100-round capacity magazine, which is recommended for ambush situations because it can sustain a high volume of fire. Because the firing power is so great, it is outfitted with a muzzle brake to reduce recoil and increase accuracy. So okay, he's up in a like a blind or yeah, like, like a, hunting a blind. Yeah, and he's going to fire some practice shots. Do some some okay, preparing you know. for the the Russians to invade like Red Dawn. Yeah. Or the zombies. Yeah. Target acquired, Tom. Fire in the hole. No, you're Uh-oh. not bleeding. You don't have any discharge. Does it hurt at all? I can't hear you. <laughs> okay. What did he do? He blew out his eardrums? <laughs> I guess. Um. Come on. Yeah. gurgle like an egg yolk just came out I mean, of his face. He's not okay. I know you don't become like a, you know, you, you have to prepare to be a prepper. You yeah. do. You have to prep, prep, to prep. I'm a prepper. Prep. You're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a prepper too? He's preparing. He's This mm-hmm. maybe is the beginning of his journey. I think, he, yeah. I think boy, I'm, still, I'm not following this guy into the doomsday. No, he's still I still got a bit of work to do. I think he should have started preparing earlier. Maybe start with a smaller gun. <laughs> maybe find a different role in the post-apocalyptic military. Maybe you're a cook or in logistics. Maybe yeah. not shoot it for the first time 30 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, right. God. And add more firepower to it so it's a little louder. I just like the cockiness where right before he fired, he was like, Fire in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> and now headache in your brain. And then you fell through a hole yeah. to the ground. I don't, I don't want to stand. Things are spinning. Do you feel better now that you're laying down? Things are spinning. Every muzzle breaks re- again. What did he do? Things are spinning. Muzzle <laughs> brakes reduce recoil, but they can increase sound volume to more than 140 decibels and cause serious injury. There was no way they could have known this, even though one is a weapons expert and the other is a doomsday prepper. An earplug would have been a wonderfully natural idea. He's wearing headphones. They do Mm -hmm. have... It's probably with a microphone amplifying it. Noise suppressors. Yeah, well, they were talking, so... Steve fired his shot from inside the hunting blind. The high-volume noise inside the confined space might have caused Tom to lose his hearing, even with his ear protection on. Can you hear me at all? I need you to answer my question. Can you get your blood pressure? Let you lay down, cool yeah, off, they are calm inside down a little of a bit. Metal box. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help. No. I saw the shell eject toward the window, so it wasn't near his face or anything. I'm not coming up with excuses or explanations or anything. I I don't know. I don't know what happened. Your blood pressure's a little bit high. <sighs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. When this first happened, 
and the way that his camera flipped, I thought he fell out of that deer stand thing. That's what I thought. I thought it fell out. I thought it just I thought it bucked him out. I did too. I'm like, oh, way to go. You more power, right? Yeah, I feel really stupid now because I was like, wow, what an idiot. Really? Yeah, when you said maybe don't do it so high in the air, I'm like, I don't think things are louder higher. But also, I would have never in a million years considered the fact that with a high-powered weapon like that, the, the the injury would be his hearing, and then it would make him barf. Well, they put like, him in a damn I mean, echo chamber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it makes sense now, yeah. but that wasn't what I would have what thought of. Like, All right. We have an ambulance on the way. After four years of planning for a dirty bomb attack together, Steve's mistake might be the end of their prepping partnership. Man, you up, man. I can't hear. <laughs> Oh, no, now he's going to lose his prepping partner. Well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? And not only that, you know he's dead weight at the end of the world. <laughs> How are you going to survive? That guy can't even go hunt for food. They did say after four years of prepping for a dirty bomb attack. He's four years in. It's a lot. It's not good. No. It's not good. I feel like he should be more advanced by now. How prepped do you think the biggest prepper is listening to us right now? I feel like they probably have a whole basement. Yeah, probably. Oh, oh, oh no, I bet there's like people with bunkers. bunkers like, yeah. Or a listening? former military yeah. silo. Yep. Ooh, so I bet pictures. there are people with underground bunkers listening. I would love one of those. Me too. And I'm so, not even like a, like a super prepper. I just think it would be. That goes back to my feeling when I was a kid of having an underground fort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always thought that'd be badass. It's a clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put a bowling alley in it for sure. Like at least one bowling lane. Right. Yeah, just the necessities. I tried yeah. to convince, alley. I tried to convince my dad when I was a kid to buy a new septic tank. Like one that's never been used because it's just a concrete box. Yeah, I go, too- can we put that in the ground and then like have a hatch? Because <laughs> they have they have a square <laughs> so hatch. Serial on. killer of you. They have a square <laughs> hatch on them, and it's where I'll kill animals. <laughs> yeah, all my buddies and I were, we just wanted it right in the backyard. They could have they would have they would have been able to go in and out of it. Like my parents would have known where it was. They would have put it in. As a parent, um, you know that's a, a just the most ridiculous idea. Ever. Absolutely. Yeah. But but as a kid, I'm with you. That was like, well, pretty awesome. Part of it was because we wanted to build like a fort or a clubhouse in the backyard, and they didn't want us to do that, you know, because of how it would have looked really ugly in the middle yes. of the backyard. Or how you guys so could have become the... a walking news story when you accidentally got stuck in that thing and nobody could find you <laughs> yeah. for three days. Exactly. That would have been awesome, though. We would have been, it was like a, our own little hobbit hole. <laughs> but no one would do it. I still need to do that. I don't think I'd Man. fit as well. No. What terrible parents. Uh, they wouldn't leave playing a crap tomb. They suck. <laughs> they wouldn't, you know what? They wouldn't buy me a Honda Spree. And they wouldn't let me put in a, 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 a doomsday bunker in the backyard that was made out of a septic tank. Did they do anything good? No. Anything right? Barely. I was ready to make fun of you for this Honda Spree, but that's a badass-looking moped. I know. They were all the rage back in the 80s. There's no such thing as a, quote, badass-looking <laughs> moped. Okay, I'm being for real. There are, like, moped gangs, and people don't tell there you about now. that stuff. There uh-huh, are now. They're super secret. Yeah, what do you do if they chase you in your car? Speed up to 35? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, it's a secret society of people on mopeds. I wish it was a secret. It is a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> that's badass looking. I know. Well, I would. What color are you going to get on that thing? Well, I mean, I would have wanted black probably because I was pretty rad and I was a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the rad kids uh, fight with their parents of whether or not they can get a moped. It's so rad. Yeah. Hey, if you won't get me an underground poop cavern. No. I need a moped that I can scoot. Now, listen, it wasn't a moped. It was a scooter. What's a the difference? A moped, you have to pedal it in order to start the engine. Yeah. You have to pedal it? 
A moped, yeah. A um, motor, yeah. Yeah, now that I think about how those motor two pedal. words have come together to make moped, yeah. um, it makes sense what you're saying. So there saying. is a difference. Mm-hmm. Moped. Honda Spree was, yeah. I knew a couple of people that had them, and I was so jealous. A couple of people commenting on the Doomsday Prepper. The reason he reacted the way he did is because his earmuff was turned sideways and did not create a sound seal, so it's useless. Also, the muzzle brake definitely should have been out of the blind. Anyone with any gun experience would have known that. Uh, this one, that guy should know there are no ambulances in the apocalypse. That's a good point. <laughs> I need a ambulance. <laughs> uh, everybody said uh, people with with gun experience are saying that the muzzle brake is insanely loud. This text better to blow your ears out now when you're practicing rather than when the Russians are breathing down your neck. Yeah, because now, good news. When the dirty bomb hits, he won't even hear it. It won't hurt his ears because they're already gone. He won't be able to hear the cries of the soft-bellied pink people like me screaming Mm -hmm. at the fires of the invading forces who are taking away all of our resources. He'll be blissfully unaware that anything bad is happening. What a joy. Mm -hmm. Uh, This sex, I had an old boss. Where did that go? Uh, When I was 18 at an engineering shop who got himself an old gas station tank burned the fumes out of it, cut the top open, and put a watertight hatch from a ship on it, and made that his fear bunker. It's pretty impressive. I would totally love a fear bunker. What would you do in it that you can't do now? Um, Probably nothing. Yeah. Um, I, but Do you think you'd go into it? Like, do you even go into every room in your house? Not every day, but sure. <laughs> Except the box fort room. Well, it's kind of been taken over. Eh. Yeah, why do you need to go in there? Stupid box. Yeah, nothing changes, right? They even trying? But I would totally would. I would love to have. I think I would use it as like a rec room. I've always wanted a hidden room somewhere. I always thought that was cool. I think it's because we grew up watching shows like Webster, and he could walk through clocks. Yeah, (laughs) but I always, I always have loved the idea of like those hidden Murphy doors that look like a bookcase and. Um, and they can attach to like a hallway. And then they go hallway. somewhere like the yes. Batcave, except mine would go to like, there would be a pool table and you know, video games or something. That'd be pretty cool. And I have a pool table could, now, but it's not in a hidden room. You could build it into a hidden room, couldn't you? Why don't you have your stairs dead end, to, dead end into a bookcase? No one would understand what's going on in your home. <laughs> Just right there. And then they push it, and there's your weird yeah. lizard room and your pool table and everything else. Yeah, it doesn't really work, though, because like you, I have windows in the basement. What about a fake laundry chute in the middle of the house, and then Ooh. you just use it as a slide into your little dungeon sewer tank thing? That'll that be you great for your in. knees. I wanted a that laundry chute cool. so badly at our old house, and Annette wouldn't let me build one. You were going to build it like... It was a ranch, so... Like, you just needed to make a hole. All I had to do was cut mm-hmm. a hole in the floor in the bathroom, and she was like, "No, that was that's the, stupid. That was Nobody the, wants a laundry chute." I said, "Everybody wants a laundry chute." That I was would, literally would, the most popular ranch feature in the 1970s. Oh, I honestly would move the laundry to the basement and make it more inconvenient if it meant we could have a laundry chute. I told her I was like, "We could just put the washing machine directly under the chute. It would go right in there." That mm. that's really the way to. To do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rachel, did you and your family have a laundry chute? No, I was just going to tell Steve that they do make like high powered laundry chutes What's now that mean? with like suction ability. Oh, so yeah. you can just throw your clothes Whoa. in the vicinity of your laundry chute Shut and it'll up. just go like and it'll it just suck it sucks in. sucks it up. Yeah. yeah and I've it'll just them. bring we it down. We need to run to your that basement. to every room in the house. Yeah, they're I like a whole house that. vacuum kind of, except with a slightly bigger tube, so it looks like a bank tube. Question for Hot Wings especially, yeah. but also any listeners yes. with children who are older, yes. where they are uh, already being held responsible for their own 
laundry, like to put it away and to bring it when it's dirty. Do any uh, anyone else's children decide not to put clean laundry away and just put it back in dirty laundry and then send it back so you get stuff in the wash that's folded from the first time? <laughs> Anybody have that happen? That yeah. seems annoying. Yeah. Yeah, at least have the courtesy to fluff it out. My kids will never do that. No, my kids, not only do they not fold and put away their own clothes, they might at their mom's house. They're not with me enough to do that. So, But I do know that whenever I'm going to wash something, everything is inside out. Oh, yeah, All that's the a given. time. I always have to un-inside out everything. That's another sign that it's clean. If it comes back uh, the, the correct way, you're like, they didn't wear this. Mm-hmm. The arms aren't torn in asunder. Yep, exactly. Idiots get access to the podcast, segment 17, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot, too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.